0: Welcome to the happy on purpose podcast. This is Sandy Waggett
1: and this is TJ Sweet. Hey everybody, welcome back uh, to another episode of happy on purpose. Uh, Hey, Sandy, how are you?
0: Hey, TJ. I'm great. How are you?
1: I am really, really well, and I'm very excited to talk about um, some gratitude with you this week. Mm-hmm. Um, it's obviously something I'm passionate about, but I'm super curious about your thoughts and, and how it's impacted your life as well. Uh, so, uh, but again, we're going to give everybody some talking points. You know, kind of kind of walk people through the journey. We'll give them some science and the uh, definition of gratitude, then we'll kind of talk about maybe some unique ways to practice it. And then that call to action that we talk about every week. So um, let me kind of first ask you, if you don't mind, kind of how would you define gratitude and and kind of what do you know about kind of how it's transformed different relationships and different aspects of your life?
0: Yeah, so gratitude is a huge part of um, of my life. And, um, it, it's sort of become an intentional practice for me and not, not even sort of, it, it really has become an intentional practice for me. And I know everybody, um, handles gratitude differently in their own lives. But for me, it's, um, when I go out, I, you know, I hike a lot, all right. I'm an avid hiker. And, um, you know, when we were talking before the show, I, I mentioned my, my personal spiritual practice is nature And, um, when I'm out in nature and I schedule myself to go out in nature, so it's very intentional and I do it a lot. Um, that's when I reflect on Mm -hmm. things in my life, people in my life. And, um, I think about all the things that I'm grateful for, um, not just in my life, but also just the, the surroundings, right. i I, I, live, you know, in the middle of Missouri and it's gorgeous. Um, and I, I just intentionally look around me as I'm out hiking wherever I am, but I look for things that, um, s- saying make me feel small is not the right way to put it, but it puts like life in perspective for me, you know, when I'm out and I'm looking around at the grandeur of nature around me, I'm just like, man, I'm just so grateful to be alive, number one. Yep. And then, yep. um, it just makes me feel good. It's, it's that warm, fuzzy, you know?
1: Right. Absolutely <laughs> Right.
0: Yeah. I, I mean, you're humble. You, you did not introduce yourself as the gratitude guy, but you are the <laughs> gratitude guy. So I just need to let everybody know that. So wow. what is it for you and, uh, how does it make you feel?
1: Yeah, I appreciate that. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, I, the gratitude guy is, is something obviously that, you know, it's, uh, It's something that I've been working on um, myself, truthfully, right? I've been on my own journey and I didn't always live this this grateful life and this grateful mindset and grateful hearts. And uh, it's kind of actually came from exactly kind of what you referenced with those moments of perspective to where I hadn't really realized all that I had in my life until I started to lose some of it. Um, whether it's through, um, you know, a loss of of someone close to me, or just a relationship ending, or all the great fortune I had in my life, and um, you know, I never really had a great perspective of that. And then once I became aware of it, I um, started to look at the world differently. And so, gratefulness for me is truly an intentional way of living. It is a state of heart, a state of mind. It isn't always for me. Now um, my life isn't perfect. Um, I'm I'm not grateful for adversity and challenges and people going through difficult times. And so it's, it's not on, it's not uh, a false sense of the world. It's actually, I just look at the same world differently. And then I also think about, you know, all the things that I actually do have and the science behind that actually helps us feel like this state of abundance. Love the state that. of abundance. Yeah. yeah. So the state of abundance then gets us out of the state of scarcity and lack so when we're in lack we don't feel like we have extra to give to anything it could be resources it could be our time it could be ourselves whatever it may be but people around us are always in some way shape or form going to want it or need it from us so this vicious cycle of people needing it and you feeling like you can't give it is what creates you know a lot of anxiety and worry and depression and just Frustration, you know, and um, there's a lot of destruction and people kind of not aligning with their goals and all that. So, the, the idea of practicing gratitude for me was a, originally just a I need to get my head space to a better space. Now, gratitude for me is um, again the way I want to live my life, the way I want to treat others. It's actually more of a selfless practice at this point because I want to be able to be at my best for others. And I know practicing gratitude because of the science behind it and the chemicals it releases that's where I end up going is because like you know what I want to be my best for other people and you know I don't want to be short with anybody. I want to give more um as often as I can. And gratitude puts you in that state to where you seek opportunities to give instead of um you know kind of feel that obligation to give. So uh, it's a big shift in my life pretty much in every way. Um, and the thing is about how I feel with gratitude is it's inspired, it's hopeful, it's patient, it's trusting it's loving, it's all of those things that we all feel at our best when we are those things. And, and that's the piece that kind of has become part of my way of life is recognizing that it's not just a practice of three things you write down. It's actually a practice of how you see other people and how you you know view the world. But I'll tell you, I've been writing those three things down every day for seven years. So we got to start somewhere, right? Yeah. Um, so but anyway, so tell me a little bit about kind of your journey with gratitude and your practice and and kind of how that uh, even started for you as well.
0: Yeah. OK. Yeah, I, I will. I would love to share that. But um, before I do that, I just have to tell you, I wrote down as you were talking um, this little quotable. You need to put this out there somewhere. Get your head space to a better place.
1: I mean, that's it. Yeah. That sums
0: it up. Right. <laughs> Yeah, and and yeah. the other thing that you said that really struck me because it it's true in my life too. Um, I started intentionally practicing gratitude when I lost someone that mattered a lot to me and that was my dad and I'm going to try not to get emotional talking about it, but, um, you know, he was diagnosed with a very rare, uh, terminal cancer in 2012 and, um, <clears throat> It it was just it was hard to watch this man, you know, who was like my hero and icon and um, Mm. strength as an adult just wither away into, you know, the cancer just took him. And, you know, with with your background in the health space, you know exactly what I'm talking about. I know you see it all the time. Um, But my dad, when he told me, um, you know, he was crying and he's like, you know, it's terminal. And I remember pausing and just thinking at the time, and I said out loud to him, and I I don't know if he appreciated what I said, but it really struck me when I said it, is dad, we're all terminal, you know, we're born terminal, right? Mm -hmm. So um, I was really struggling with that whole um, process that he went through. And I turned to I, it's it sounds silly and small, but it, I turned to just seeking out positive quotes to start my day. <clears throat> and uh, I just started posting them first thing in the morning um, you know, I I'd, I'd, I'd borrow them from people and put them on my Facebook page and it, and it really wasn't intended for anybody else. It was really just to, get my mind right um, to start my day and to appreciate life because it it was just the sudden realization that life is short. Mm -hmm. And now it's been, you know, he passed away in 2013. So it's been that long. I've been doing it every single day. And um, I, I rarely, rarely miss a day. And now, you know, the, the feedback that I get from friends and the, you know, on social media, they're like, Oh, are you, are you okay? I didn't see your quote today. So now I I have this obligation to put the quotes out there, but it really does start my day. It's just an intentional practice for me. And then the other part of the practice for me is just, um, being present and bringing awareness to everything around me. Um, no matter what I'm doing, because it, when you're, when you're present and aware and you pay attention to everything around you, it's very easy to find things to be grateful for even in times of struggle and challenge. So, you know, like, like you said, it's not that you're grateful for challenges, but um, you know, like Brendan Burchard, one of his famous quotes is honor the struggle, you know? Um, And I always try to do that because, you know, life gets hard for all of us, um, but there's always something to be grateful for. And when I feel myself in times of stress and anxiety or sadness, um, I intentionally make my brain go to you know what what am I grateful for, and it just makes everything better. So get your headspace in a better place. Get your headspace in the right place, right? That's <laughs> right, right. <laughs> thank you yeah. for sharing that. I love that. I'm going to put that on my wall.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. And um, first of all, thank you for sharing that, and and you know obviously kind of walking us through that. And that's that's uh, very similar again to what a lot of people truthfully listening are, are going to be able to relate to and one thing that has that i've been able to recognize it's almost like future forecasting like i'm a, like i'm a fortune teller a little bit in the sense that i know that the people that i have in my life and the things that i have in my life i know that they are in my life now and i never really know how long i'm going to get to have them mm-hmm. and it's not <laughs> a sense of, of of like that fear of i'm going to lose it right It's actually shifting that fear of I better do everything to hold on to it, to I want to live a life to where they know that I appreciate them being there now, not being there always in every moment. And so for me, when I lost a family member and when we lose anyone, right, it could be a pet, it could be, you know, uh, someone that we're dear friends with, it could be somebody that we were acquaintances with, you know, that meant something to us but ultimately that first moment of self reflection is what was the last thing i said how did i treat them did they know how much they meant to me did i say i love you enough all of those things so what gratefulness in the moment for what that really does is it offers us peace and and knowing that we lived our life with them instead of you know taking time for them for granted or whatever it may be but it actually offers us this piece of like you know what I, i'm so grateful that i did all the extra things that i normally would have counted those costs but my gratitude for like my grandma that but that I lost I went back and saw her more in the nursing home because I realized this is a unique opportunity that I still get to go see her but I was grateful for her and the way that she impacted my life so I went back and then when she did pass i had this sense of peace and love in my heart because she knew that i came back because i loved her she knew I didn't come back because I felt like I should, because it may be the last time I got to see her, you know? And yeah. so the heart behind what we do, everything, impacts people all the time. And so instead of having shame and regret or or whatever that may be, that feeling when you lose something, gratitude actually shifts you to love and gratefulness for them being in your life at all, instead of just the regret, because you wish you could say, you I love you one more time. You know, we're always going to have that sensation, right? Just because we miss the people that are dear to us. But this state of abundance and the state of certainty and the state of gratitude kind of makes you not count all of the things that normally distract us from pouring into the people that we love the most. And, um, you know, and again, it's a different space for everybody and it's a different journey for everybody. And like you said, there are tough times and there are tough challenges. But the sweet spot that I've found now and why I know that this method of, of practicing it and talking about it and doing this is the actual the adversity and challenges that we come across they still impact us right but it's a matter of what do we do with them do we let them propel us forward or do we let them um, hold us back yeah Mm -hmm. this state of gratitude gives us this state of look at what i have all around me and i didn't even plan for it like look at all the good things happening in my life so when adversity comes our brain kind of shifts to a state of Yeah, and look at all the resources I have to get through it. Look at all the people I have to get through it, right? But then also the self-confidence and self-esteem that comes from uh, gratitude and optimism shows up. We talked a little bit about this in Courage too, but it shows up, you know, for us, we're going to be provided moments to be grateful, right? To live that grateful life. So they're not just going to accidentally pop up out of nowhere without us doing some of the work. Um, you know, and that's where, you know, oftentimes when I talk to people about practicing gratitude, they kind of do it so that they get something from it, you know, as opposed to doing it because they want to live life that way.
0: Yeah. And that's the so, only shift
1: listeners I'd recommend. But.
0: Can I interrupt on that a second? Because my, <laughs> my, my brain is going to, and I'm, I'm just listening to you, the story about your grandmother and, um. You know, when I think about gratitude and in my hikes and all of, you know, I'm alone, right? Alone in the woods. And um, so gratitude in my brain, you know, makes me feel great. But talk to me about your thoughts on expression. Because with your, with your grandmother, uh, you know, all those feelings of gratitude that you have inside are meaningless unless you've expressed them. To the other person as well like, you know it's like I feel like expression is a big part of gratitude as well isn't it
1: yeah it is you know and um, I appreciate you bringing that up because it's oftentimes we assume people know because we told them once mm-hmm. <laughs> and um you know the <laughs> idea right I uh, hopefully this thought uh, and I can't remember exactly you know who I heard this from but um unexpressed gratitude feels like ingratitude
0: mm. wow so
1: <laughs> right
0: you're right. that's really and, deep
1: <laughs> right and so it's a matter of um and saying that i appreciate you uh, is something that has transformed my life um mm-hmm. as a human that does something d- different to us than saying thank you
0: yeah
1: i appreciate you makes people feel seen heard valued um obviously recognized and appreciated yeah
0: yeah
1: but people don't have an automatic response to I appreciate you like they do to thank you, right? So I still say thank you to people for things all the of time. Of course, but again, the root of it is not because I should or because it's proper. My root of saying thank you and I appreciate you to people is actually because I'm grateful for them and what they do and how they're impacting my life. Whether it's yeah. somebody at the grocery store, you know, the 16 year old kid at the grocery store who's working their first job ever and they're at the cash register, right? And I just say, I appreciate you being here today, not to get anything from them, Mm -hmm. right? And gratitude shifts that I'm going to say something so that I get something back. You don't need that. You Mm -hmm. just say it because you're a grateful person. You live a grateful life and you actually are grateful that they're there because if they weren't there, you couldn't be getting the groceries to feed the people that you love and whatever it may be, right? And so, but just stopping and pausing and saying, I appreciate you being here, especially these days.
0: Yeah,
1: (laughs) people are making choices to show up, you know, and it's not easy to work. And, but in relationships and and people that we have in our lives, um, just genuinely appreciating and then saying something behind that of I appreciate you. And then how you make me feel how you add value to my life, how you challenge me, how you, whatever it may be, bring out the best in me, but like being specific around it. Like it's such a mutual dopamine release because we feel good expressing that, but it also feels good having somebody else express that to us.
0: Absolutely. So, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So
1: again, just expressing gratitude in any way, you can look at your love languages too, right? And and think about how do I express it, and then also with your friends and your you know the um, and the relationships you're in, how is the other person trying to express it? And maybe we just need to like pause and reflect and think like, oh my gosh, they are trying. It's just in a different way than I normally receive it. So.
0: Right, right. You know, it's funny because when I was when I was uh, assembling uh, podcast number one, you know, to to put out into the world all the pieces and stuff. I, as as we closed, I actually said to you, I don't know if you remember this, but I said, TJ, I appreciate you so much. And I don't know if I learned that from you or not, but uh, when I heard myself say it on the on the podcast after the fact, I'm like, yeah, you know, that is so different than thank you and I appreciate you. Um, Pointing that out because it, it does make a difference because thank you is just such an, an audit, well, not for everyone, sadly, but, you know, it, it's such an automatic response that it doesn't give that heartfelt, um, genuine feeling a lot of times. And, um, you know, I also try to um, physically express gratitude by holding eye contact longer, yeah. you know, when I'm engaged with someone and then, um, hugging longer. So, you know, when you, when you see a friend or you're saying goodbye to someone and you hug, it's, you know, you, you, you do the quick hug with the tap, but if you just hold on an extra three seconds, it it's noticeable enough that I think you feel it more deeply. I don't know what you think about that.
1: Yeah, no, I completely agree with that. And I think, uh, you know, especially these days too. Uh, it's not even, I think I see it every day, mm-hmm. but those intentional moments are what make people feel appreciated more than anything we've said
0: mm-hmm.
1: and um, the extra effort, right? And we'll talk a little bit about discretionary effort at some point in one of our talks, but um,
0: <laughs>
1: but it's that that check-in around something that they told you a month ago. Right? It's that extra second hug of like, I see you, like that isn't just like a handshake right? Uh, of a greeting. It's actually an embrace of, I'm, gra- I'm glad that I'm here with you. And that's what all that does, right? It's that extra effort that makes people feel like, oh my gosh, like this, is, this feels different, you know, and I matter, me being here matters and, and all of that, which I think is probably the most significant thing we can do is help people feel like they're seen and, and that they matter. Um, you know, and, but again, it's not, and I've had some people tell me to just around like my headspace and, and my, the way I live my life is when I say, I appreciate you to people, they, they feel like it loses meaning because they hear me say it as often as I do. And then they also hear, like, you know, when I say that I'm grateful for someone, they kind of like marginalize it because I don't just say it at one moment after some huge effort. You know, and so, like, I just, it's just something to be aware of, right, in the sense of, like, if you just start saying, I appreciate you all the time, and then you're impatient and you yell at and you don't, you know, like, you don't, like, actually show appreciation as much as you say appreciation, like, you're saying appreciation is going to lose its value. Yeah. And then when you say, I'm grateful for you, but I'd rather... um you know sit and watch a football game all day long or I'd rather just be by myself because I don't want to be around you like I'm grateful for you doesn't feel like it doesn't look like those two things and so but it's like self-accountability but it brings out the best in us you know when other people see us and feel us and and they express gratitude towards us obviously it brings out the best in us because we want to keep doing that thing uh, whatever it is that they're expressing gratitude for so um, but anyway it's just you know, it's something that I've recognized too that um, it's so much of a state of self-awareness and needing less credit for doing what you do. Um, mm-hmm. And a simple example of this that usually gets people laughing is a um, when I let people in in traffic, um, you know, originally, I, uh, years ago, I needed the wave. I needed them to wave to acknowledge that I let them in in traffic you know, getting on the highway or whatever, maybe they didn't wave. It stole all of that good feeling of being the type of person who lets people in. I thought like, I used to look up there and be like, you're not even like, you don't even care. Like you don't even acknowledge that I let you in. And I talked to so many people about this. And they're like, yes, I hate that I don't get the wave. But then I just ask, why do you do it in the first place? And they're like, well, just because I'm a good person and I should let them in. I'm like, that doesn't change whether they acknowledge it or not. Yeah. You know, and so like this yeah. downstream impact of gratitude and optimism in my life has been, I'm going to hold the door and I'm going to be the one to go first with appreciation, but I'm going to hold the door for somebody, whether they hold it for the next person or not, or whether they say thank you or not. And, you know, we keep needing some of this validation to, to, from others, right? That we're living a grateful life because we need other people to say thank you to us. But when you do it, because it's who you are, yeah, you, you, nobody can steal that moment from you. Um,
0: yeah.
1: you know and it's and it's such a cool example of the world like being more in control of of yourself right and yeah. the world and not letting anybody else make you feel something that you you know you don't want to feel
0: well i mean that's uh that's kind of what the butterfly effect is all about though isn't it yeah. i mean yeah. you you put something out there and um you know the it's the ripples going to continue um and that's really what matters so i'm going to i'm going to um Bring this to a different space, if you don't mind. And I don't, I don't yeah. want to like throw you a curveball, but uh, right. <laughs> you, you know, one of the topics we're going to talk about in the near future is um celebrating our own successes. And yeah. um how do you feel um gratitude shows up when we're looking at ourselves? Like, you know, we're talking about being grateful for other people, we're talking about being grateful for the world around us. Um how should people or should people um, think about themselves and, and what they're grateful for in their own in their own souls and their own beings?
1: Yes, yeah, so that's actually probably the most transformative aspect of gratitude. Um, it's easier to relate to people when you say to express it to other people. Um, and I heard something uh, that is is true in, in a lot of different ways. but if you want if you want to hide something, like divine and powerful and transformative, put it inside people because they rarely go look there.
0: Oh, <laughs> <laughs> wow! <laughs> right,
1: and so um, I think gratitude for it helps recognize gratitude, self-gratitude, right, if you will. It helps us recognize who we actually are, the progress we've made. Because if we're not, um, in reference to your to your point around celebrating wins celebrating progress. My gratefulness for my journey. And, and so I kind of do this three, two, one. Um, again, it's related to the book, but it's three things I'm grateful for. Two things I appreciate about myself. And then an I am statement.
0: Can You so, say that one more time slower, because
1: yeah, that's yeah,
0: important. Absolutely. And I, yeah. people are, are taking notes, which I hope they are, because there's so yeah. many good things that you've said here. Um, say that again. Yeah,
1: absolutely. So it's a daily practice of, of writing down three things that you're grateful for, two things that you appreciate about yourself, and then an I am affirmation statement. So I am, and then however you're genuinely authentically feeling mm. in the moment. Yeah. And just doing that is actually gratitude for my for who I am and for what I how I want to feel. Right. So you can call it self-love. People that say like that's more of what relatable term. Um, but it really is like self-love in the form of gratitude for who I am and how I want to live my life. And the way that, that that's really shown up is celebrating who we are and our progress and our journey along the way. Feeling this state of happiness, not not complacency, not um, not striving for everything that you possibly think you can accomplish and want to accomplish and all that, right? That's still definitely more here. But recognizing like giving yourself grace. Actually keeps us moving, giving ourselves gratitude in a moment for you know what I still showed up. You know I didn't do everything I wanted to do, but I still showed up. You know, and there's a great article that or a TED talk that I just that I just shared that it's about exercise, and so like some exercise is always better than no exercise, but so many of us get in this headspace of I have to work out five days a week, I have to work out for an hour a day. Well, if you only have thirty minutes. So many of the listeners, I like they're probably relating to this. They just don't go do it because it's not the full workout. Yeah. Like, what's it worth? So, but recognizing your own journey and being grateful for your own self and your own progress along the way is the only way you will actually appreciate and recognize and feel differently when you reach your goal, when you have the win. Because if you can't, if you're waiting for happiness and and true celebration of progress or celebration of whatever it may be if you aren't doing it along the way and you're just saving it to the end you won't even recognize it when you're at the end because you won't know how to do it because there's always going to be another thing you can go achieve
0: yeah
1: so it's this perpetual cycle of not enough
0: yeah
1: if i could do more right and so um It's being grateful for, you know, like even like fitness goals, right? That's obviously something a lot of people do these days, right? They want to get in a certain shape by a certain time or whatever. It may be finance, right? It could be finance goal, but recognizing that you're making progress, recognizing like that you are healthy and you do have the means and the resources to accomplish your goals. And like actually saying that, as opposed to like, I should say that, I know, like, you know, that kind of thing. Like, let's get out of this obligation mindset and, and into an opportunity mindset of, you know, what I have these opportunities, I'm going to love myself along the way. So when I reach that goal, my love is not dependent upon the goal. It's actually just how I think about myself. And that's what gratitude has done for me as well. But How do you so, feel about wins, affirmation and all that?
0: Um, you know, I'm, I'm probably with the majority affirmations are hard for me but I yeah. know they're important. I know that they're really important. Um, I think your gratitude journal, which, um, and anyone listening can go get on amazon.com, right. Just search for the gratitude journal and TJ Sweet uh, guide you through that process on a daily basis. I mean, it's a journal form basically. Right. So, um, I did buy that book as you know, and I've given it as gifts to people. And, um, for people who are challenged to do that for themselves. And I'm, I am definitely that person. Um, it helps. So thank you for that gift. You know, you, you put that out on the world and uh, it's helped me immensely.
1: Oh, I appreciate that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And it's the, it's fun with that book, um, uh, with, cause again, the intention of just putting it out there to help, help anyone and someone, you know, and I have, um, I've had people come back to me and say, why did you? Why do you only want me to do one page at a time? Because there's 365 pages in the book, but there's not a calendar, right? Well, I didn't want the stressor of like, I have to catch up or I fell behind, you know? And I have people come to me now who are originally resistant to this idea of practicing gratitude, this affirmation stuff. And they're like, no, 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 this isn't for me. I don't like to journal. I don't have time for that, you know? More often than not, those people who are the most opposed to it or most self-limiting belief speaking about it are the ones who excel. Like I had a a gentleman the other day, I gave it to um, someone who was struggling, going through a very tough time. And I was like, just do one, one a week to start. You know, I saw him the other day and he goes, I do three and four pages at a time
0: now. Oh, that's amazing.
1: When I first gave it to him, he's like a tough, like, you know, guy, right? Like not really in touch with that. (laughs) He's like, I don't want to do this. It's like, just trust me on it.
0: Yeah, dudes don't do this, right? Right, yeah,
1: exactly. Yeah, But within just a month, he came back to me and said, it's changed everything. Mm -hmm. But we just have to be and and vulnerable enough, right? Because it's the most, gratitude and gratefulness is the most human emotion that we have. We don't have to try to be it. We sometimes have to unlearn not being it.
0: Mm -hmm. I love that
1: too. Provide space for it. Yeah. And, and Joe Dispenza does a really good talk. Um, and one of the things that he talks about, again, I've heard this in multiple different forms and fashions, but um, talks about the state of gratitude kind of, again, doesn't make this fleeting, I have to hold on to it, right? Because it's a state of love and abundance, but it's a matter of like, I'm going to appreciate it. It's very much like looking at a flower and appreciating it and watering it instead of cutting it and holding it in your hand. Yeah. So that's kind of a quick analogy, but talks about being, um, uh, connected to everything around us, but attached to nothing. So when we have this state of being attached to everything, if it goes away, if we haven't had it in a while, we fear losing it, you know, we just treat it differently, you know? Yeah. Uh, yeah but being connected just kind of means like, it's a very transformational. It's very ebb and flow. I'm going to pour into it. It'll pour into me, but it's just this great heightened state of mind and heart that, that makes people feel free. You know, it's an exhale.
0: Yeah. I love that, that, that idea of connectedness and gratitude Mm -hmm. because that really is what it is. I mean, you, you described and hit it, hit the nail on the head for me exactly when I go out In nature and and um, reflect on things. It's it's connection, it's absolute connection, and it's that way with people too. You know, Um, having the connection, the real connection in life, um, gratitude just flows when you have that. So, yeah, you're so awesome. Yeah,
1: (laughs) (laughs) no, yeah, it's it's something too that you know I appreciate these conversations with you. Again, you get me thinking more about. I think about it all the time, but you cultivate, you say some things that just kind of make me think about it in a different way and remind me of things. And, you know, that's the great thing about, you know, the, the way our conversations go is it's just, you know, it's obviously unscripted. It's just prompts, right? They're kind of like, hey, what do you think about this? You know, um, right? but it's, it's a uh, it's great. I hope obviously all the listeners can kind of relate to a moment or two, right? And even if you just take a sentence or just remember one paragraph or something, right, that you write down, some of the notes that you write down, it's just a matter of, you know, even if it's a daily practice of just reflect on what the notes you took.
0: Yeah. You know, yeah. Uh,
1: you know and I know we talk about, you know, kind of a, a, a grateful life and what does that look like, um, you know, from different times. And so it's a matter of like, if people are trying to figure out like, what is a grateful life? Cause it is a bit of a stretch. It's not very common that we people talk about what that looks like and feels like, but actually picture yourself, what would you be doing? What would you, how would you be feeling? who would you be with if someone said, how are you? And you actually responded with, I'm grateful. What does that
0: look Mm like? Yeah. Wow.
1: And just that visual and writing it down, how would I feel happy, you know, peaceful, loved, valued, all of whatever the words are for everybody.
0: Um, Well, the power of writing it down is everything in my mind, because, you know, if it's in your head, first of all, reflecting on it, Um, and getting it in your headspace in the first place is great. But when you write it down, you bring the energy into the universe, you know, it it makes it real. And um, I would encourage everybody uh, on these, you know, as we go through these, this podcast journey um, to have a journal and write some of these things down. I mean, I've been taking notes as we've been talking. So (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah. and I will put some of these things in the, in the show notes for this episode too, just in case you're driving or you're listening to this and can't take notes. But um, I mean, you have just said some incredible things today around gratitude and I just, I love that about you.
1: I appreciate that. And, <laughs> you know, I, again, obviously appreciating the space created, right. To be able to openly share these things. And, you know, um, obviously the podcast with you is going to be, it's going to be great to continue to build on these episodes and You know, uh, again, one thing that I really appreciate about these is, is that call to action. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, so if if I'm a listener right now thinking, okay, I get it. I understand it. It's powerful, but how do I go from where I am to that? Right. Uh, You know, and first of all, believing means everything. So if we don't believe that it's actually going to work, don't start it. Don't start at the work, start at the belief. So believe that it's actually going to make a difference in your life and believe that you're going to feel the way you want to feel and that you're the people that you want to give the best of you, that you will be able to give them that. So start there and then just a simple one thing a day, but just some sort of movement with that. And then doing this with somebody, it could be a friend, it could be a coworker, it could be whoever you have in your life, could be a partner, but thinking about accountability also, holds us just a touch more responsible for actually pulling the thing up, right? In the right. beginning, we need it, but in the end, we we're grateful for it. And, and so that's really the call to action is just start in some way, and even if it's in a moment of of that you feel stressed normally, you know whether it's sitting at a stoplight because you're mad at sitting in a stoplight or whatever kind of things bring out the worst in us, right? Um, that's maybe a time that will transform you the quickest is when you realize, you know what, I'm going to take charge and I'm going to practice gratitude in moments that I'm normally stressed.
0: You know, that's um, I want to highlight that, what you just said, because I think sometimes when we're trying to um, change habits in our lives, attaching um, a new habit to some kind of a trigger can make Mm -hmm. all the difference. So just a simple thing, if you're stuck in traffic, uh, not moving, of course, because we don't want to text and drive and stuff. But just something simple where you're frustrated. Instead of sitting there and stewing about that, just you know, grab your phone when you're at a dead stop and text someone that you love them. How much, how much you appreciate them. I mean, I just, I when I'm trying to formulate new habits in my life, I always attach it to something that's already happening, because it makes it um, much easier. Becomes my trigger. So just a thought. Yeah.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And it is right. So we always have habits, whether we call them habits or not. So if your habit in traffic is inching forward and getting frustrated and whatever it may be, um, that's your habit you're choosing in that moment. And so oftentimes what I tell people, the idea of quitting a habit stresses people quickly. Um, I actually just replace that habit of being impatient and angry and frustrated with being grateful so that it's a replacement thought instead of a quit and begin new.
0: Mm, I love that replacement thought. That's perfect.
1: Yeah. So even if you just (laughs) say something you're grateful for, or you say something out loud, or you think about, okay, like, what am I excited about for the weekend or, you know, anything, right? How good does this coffee taste while I sit in traffic Mm -hmm. and knowing that you're right where you're supposed to be?
0: Yeah. Yeah. So, so your call to action just to (laughs) repeat is uh, how many replacement thoughts can you come up with this week? in terms of gratitude, right? <laughs>
1: yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. 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 And I, again, I, I believe in everybody because of the brain's ability to to shift. If there's a purpose and a why and intention behind it, we can shift in a moment mm-hmm. if it means enough to us. So that's what, you know, I know the listeners, you know, they, um, uh, that everybody's on a different journey. Everybody's on a different state, but I, I, I know people can, and, and they will do this, um, when it's the right time for them. And, uh, you know, hopefully sooner than later so they can start living that extraordinary life that they are already know is possible. Um, but Literally. maybe it's already right here in front of us all along, so.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, thank you, TJ. Yeah. I really appreciate you and you shared so much. Uh, no wonder you're called the gratitude guy. <laughs> <laughs>
1: thank you, Sammy. I appreciate you letting me just let it all out
0: and just keep
1: going and rambling. It's uh, it's Oh, you're not rambling. It's all stuff. good
0: stuff. It's all good stuff. <laughs> <laughs> all
1: right. Well, thank you so much. I appreciate it.
0: All right, TJ. See you next time. Let's go be happy on purpose.
1: Happy on purpose. (laughs) Bye. Bye.
0: Thank you for joining us on the Happy on Purpose podcast. If you enjoyed our gratitude episode, go to happyonpurpose.com forward slash three, the number three. That'll take you to the show notes where we're sharing some amazing resources on gratitude we think you'll really enjoy. We'll see you next time.